Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever noticed how praying can be risky business? I remember the first time I saw The Lord of the Rings, the trilogy, but in the second movie, The Two Towers, there was a scene in that movie that really, really spoke to me in relationship to the war spiritually that we are in and how so many people don't want to acknowledge the reality of this spiritual warfare. In the scene, King Theoden, after having been delivered from under the spell of a sorcerer, realizes that the enemies from Mordor are coming. And the report is that they are approaching his kingdom. And he makes a statement, which was this, I will not risk open war. Aragorn, in response to that declaration and statement, says, whether you risk it or not, open war is upon you. You know, there's a lot of people today in the church who don't want to risk open war with the powers of evil, the powers of darkness. But here's the fact, folks. Whether we risk it or not, open war is upon you. The enemy has declared war on the church. The enemy has declared war against our king, the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Hamashiach, the King of kings and Lord of lords, and his kingdom and everyone who comprises his kingdom. So whether you wish it or not, open war is upon you. And the greatest weapon, one of them, I will say associated primarily the greatest weapon we have, obviously, is the word of God. But the other weapon that goes hand in hand with God's word is prayer. And have you ever noticed when you read through the scripture how praying got people into trouble? Now, praying in and of itself may not have been the trouble, and that's not what I'm saying, but the response of God to their prayers, as well as the response of the enemy to their prayers, put them in some very difficult places. I think about Elijah. Elijah prayed for the fire to fall on Mount Carmel, and it did. And he had the prophets of Baal slaughtered. But it got him into a place and a position where he became the hunted. Jezebel, that wicked, vile queen, was after him and she wanted his head on a platter. She wanted him dead. Daniel, the prophet, prayed three times a day. And as a result of him being unwilling to yield to a pagan king's decree, he set his face like flint and prayed three times a day. And it got him thrown into a lion's den. The apostles in the New Testament here they were experiencing some persecution. They got together in Acts chapter 4, prayed for God's power 
to fall upon them and the word of God to continue to spread mightily and powerfully. They were praying for the spirit of the Lord to rest upon them in fresh and in a mighty way. And you know what it got them? It got them thrown into jail as God answered that prayer. Zacharias, he prayed and been praying as well as Elizabeth, Elisheva. She had been praying. They had been praying together for a son. And the result of him not responding as he should when that prayer was answered was he became mute. Jesus, Jesus prayed in a garden for his father's will to be done. And it led him to a cross. When you look throughout the history of the church of the Messiah, it is full of stories of people who prayed, who were seeking God, who were praying for a fresh encounter with the Most High God. And the answer, when it was given, resulted in persecution against the church of Christ. They experienced persecution. Some of them lost their lives. They were martyred for the faith as a result of God answering their prayers. Some of them, it led to them being excommunicated from, kicked out of the religious church of the day. Some of them, it, like the apostles, ended up seeing them thrown in prison. Some, it had families turning against them, families disinheriting them, families saying that they were no longer going to recognize or embrace a a son or a daughter or a father or a mother or even betrayal from family members that led to people being imprisoned or put to death, all as a result of God answering the prayer of that individual. Why is praying so risky? Well, here's the fact. Can't escape this. It's the reality that we live in. The reason why praying is so risky is because we are in a war. We live in a world at war. We were born into a world at war. I'm not just talking about a war in relationship to guns and bullets and bombs. I'm talking about a war spiritually, a conflict that is going on all around us consistently, one that we are caught up in every day, one that we experience the assault if we are a child of God, of the enemy, of the powers of darkness against our life on a daily basis in trials, testings, temptations. Every time you and I are tempted, it is a probing act of the enemy seeking to assault us in some new fresh way and take us down. And the enemy does not want us doing the one thing that makes a difference in this war, and that is praying. We know that heaven responds to our prayers and that the things that happen on the earth God's judgments coming on the earth, the blessings of God coming on the earth are all intimately related 
as a result of God answering and moving in response to the prayers of his people. We see that in the book of Revelation. We know that in the eighth chapter of the book of Revelation, John is shown this very reality. In Revelation 8, verse 1, it says, When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and the seven shofars were given to them. Then another angel came and stood over the altar, having a golden censer. Now this altar is the altar of incense that was before the Holy of Holies. And much incense was given to him, so that he should add it to the prayers of all the holy ones on the golden altar, which was before the throne." This incense altar before the throne of God, the incense represents the prayers of the saints. And it says, in the smoke of the incense, with the prayers of the holy ones, goes up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer, filled it with the fire of the altar, and threw it on the earth. And there were thunders, sounds, and lightnings, and and earthquakes. And the seven angels prepared with their shofars to sound. And then judgments began to follow. What we see here is that the judgments of God that follow are in direct association with and direct, con directly connected to the prayers of the saints. And the enemy knows that he, if he can stop you and I from petitioning God, interceding before God, crying out to God, he can stop a lot of things happening in the spiritual realm. That's why praying is risky business, because we are directly engaging in the spiritual war that is going on all around us every day. Whether you want to risk open war or not, open war, my friend, is upon you. So we're going to spend a couple of days talking about why praying is a risky business. And we'll talk about tomorrow. The backdrop of the story of the Bible is war. And it has to do with a rebellion that took place a very long time ago. Let me encourage you today. Pray. Pray for yourself, pray for your family, pray for your nation, pray for the peace of Jerusalem as the Bible admonishes us to do and all that's going on over there currently. Pray. Your prayers matter. Your prayers move the God of heaven to act in the affairs of men on earth. May the God who is the all-powerful, all-knowing, always present, never-changing, infinite one, Hear your prayers today, and may you see him work in mighty and powerful ways in your own life.